Puerto Rican Nocturne was scheduled to make its world premiere on March 13, 2020. However, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, it was postponed indefinitely. On April 12th, the cast, director, and playwright came together to record a dramatic reading on Zoom so their hard work could endure and the story could still be told and seen. It is our hope that this recording will inspire companies around the country to produce the play once the pandemic is over. When did the plan first come about? July 3rd, the Chilean consulate incident. Why? What about that event inspired what happened at Cerro Maravilla? It was the anger. I had known these kids for two years and I'd never seen them so angry. It seemed like an opportunity. Lights rise to reveal Gonzo sitting at a table across from Detective Oliveira. Gonzo's right hand is in a splint and he chain smokes with his left. A tape recorder sits between them. How so? Nationalists are always angry. It's a sport for them. That standoff lasted, what, 18 hours, give or take? At first, everyone was glued to their TVs. We were at Arnaldo's place in Ato Rey. Just me and him and one other guy. And I don't remember. When the news announced that the nationalists had taken hostages and had full control of the consulate, Arnaldo started calling everyone he knew. I had never heard him so excited. And in the room, it was palpable, the energy. When they announced the demands to free the political prisoners, it was like the days of Albizu, of really sticking it to the man. I saw it on the faces of everyone in the room, that this was the moment, the moment that everything was going to change and the revolution was gonna come and it would be glorious. Within an hour, 10 other guys showed up, including Kike. That other victim, Carlos Enrique Sotaro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kike. We called him Kike. He enrolled with us for about a year. Good kid, just fucking stupid. Misguided, like the rest of them, I guess. You were saying everyone was at the apartment, excited, cheering on the nationalists. And right before the 4th of July, that was the kicker. Get the United States to free convicted terrorists on their biggest national holiday. The biggest fuck you imaginable, right? 
And when it went south, devastation. You can't even imagine. The minute the negotiations went in the cops' favor, Arnaldo and the others started talking about how action needed to be done. We can't just let the government win again. You know, when you hang around nationalists, disappointments are pretty common. People bitch and moan and make threats, but they're empty 99% of the time. But this was different. This was rage. And I saw in the eyes of everyone in the room that there was a potential for something big. So you had them rob guards at La Yupi. We needed an arsenal. Had to start somewhere. And then you used those very guns to shoot at Mignol's Marine's house. Lit those embers. What about the bomb attempt? You called that in before any damage could be done? Uh, it, it didn't feel right. Were you worried about civilian casualties? Of course. It was too public a place. And, you know, I like my job. I had to build a case, but not like that. You expressed frustrations to your liaison in the past concerning building cases without incriminating yourself. Yeah. Our job is to catch 22. It's stupid. If you knew you couldn't detonate a bomb in a public space without inflicting casualties, then why set up the bomb to begin with? Uh, honestly? I had to gain their respect, their trust, to prove to them that I was all in just as they were, that we wouldn't let the embarrassment of July the 3rd prevent us from launching our revolution. That was the environment I was dealing with. Who came up with each of these acts of resistance? I did. So they had already followed you? Of course. You know that. Then why set up a bomb that wouldn't go off? That piece of shit wasn't going to do much damage, really. I think. Answer the question. If you're having a difficult time answering this question, the rest of this interview is going to be very unpleasant. I needed to make them angry enough to buy into the Cerro Maravilla plan. Did you receive guidance or approval from your superiors for this plan? Yes and no. Which is to say no. Have you ever met Captain Morales? Do you know what kind of man he is? He's godfather to my oldest. I'd like to think I know him very well. Then you know his attitudes and how he recruits. Depends on what you're referring to. When he recruited me in high school, he made it very clear how he felt about nationalists. Lights come up on Captain Morales. Our country is at risk, son. You know that. And I don't, I don't mean from the Russians. I'm, I mean the students at this school. I mean the guy who fixes your dad's car. <laughs> your mother's favorite carnicero. Even the teachers here. You go to... Carmelita's Panaderia, every day, like, like most of the kids in this neighborhood, right? Did you know that Angelica La Cajera is a registered independentista? Her father participated in the 1950 revolution. You think I'm wrong. 
you think all of these people you have trusted your life with are really who they say they are? Did you know that for every independentista we know about, there are five in hiding? Acting like any other law-abiding citizen, yet they keep in their closet a bandera de lares, a picture of Albizu and a bandera puertorriqueña. You can know someone for years and think they were a good person, good, God-fearing, proud, trustworthy, yet deep down, Deep down, they want nothing more than to destroy the United States, the last beacon of freedom in this world. These Puerto Ricans would hand us over to Fidel and the communists and threaten our peace and prosperity. That is, unless brave men like you and me break through the lies and bring these conspirators to justice. He always said, Puerto Ricans don't know what's good for them. They have to be told, sometimes forcibly. <laughs> that does sound like Captain Morales. I knew he would approve. Of assassinating two unarmed men? Would have been five. Had the others not chickened out, then I'd be a real hero. Could be governor, even. I'll be lucky to get more than just a promotion. You executed two unarmed men. One a minor. They were terrorists. They might have been operating under my orders, but they planned on blowing up those towers. A serious crime, which me and my men prevented heroically. <laughs> I didn't realize that being shot in the pinky by your own men was heroic. A serious wound, mind you. It's a fucking child's wound. Did the bullet even graze bone? Where the fuck do you have in a goddamn split for Christ's sake? It's a cover, all right? What, what if they'd escaped? They could have pinned the whole thing on me. I had to do something. So while you whisked away to treat your wound, you had directed the other agents to beat and execute the other two victims. Stop calling them victims! They were wannabe terrorists! This, this is what your men did while you were running off to the hospital with the flesh wound. This was your plan, no? Yes. Well, not getting shot in the pinky. That was unintended. They were supposed to be rough me up a little bit. Speaking of unintended fuck-ups, the cab driver. The who? Jose Molina. The person you kidnapped to take you to Cerro Maravilla instead of, I don't know, driving your own car? Or maybe having him drop you off far enough so they can drive off from the location and not see the whole goddamn mess? He... He wasn't killed. Precisely. Why not? I... Uh, I don't really have an answer for that. Well, you're gonna need one. Things uh, escalated a little bit faster than I expected, and maybe some details. You have a witness. And we're cops! Who are they gonna fucking believe, really? Some ignorant tassista? 
I've sat here for the last 10 minutes listening to your excuses, which are slightly different than the others, since they all seem to know that it was you who offered a chance to make some noise. Which you did. They had the directions you gave them and they acted accordingly. Do you not understand why you are here? I need it. We needed the whole goddamn story so that we can learn how to navigate this shit show courtesy of you and your friends. This is not the place for excuses, defenses, justifications. This is not a fucking courtroom. This place should be the last place you ever reveal what happened two days ago. Because contrary to your low regard to nationalists, they do have a following. And not all of them are bullshitters. You know the macheteros? Of course. You probably wish you had infiltrated on them, don't you? Yeah, do some real work. After seeing how you fucked up dealing with some low-level activists, this department and yours truly are thankful that wasn't the case. The macheteros would have slit your throat. And if the truth gets out about Cerro Maravilla, you won't even know they're coming. You'll be taking a shower, stepping out of your car, walking your fucking dog, and next to you know a bullet to your fucking head. Bring it. I can handle them. <laughs> Says a man who rushed to the hospital for a pinky wound. I know this all seems bad now. There's a lot of complications, and we have to get our story straight. I get that. But I just gave you. This department and Governor Romero Barcelo, the biggest blow against independence since Albizu died. We can take what happened on that mountain and turn it into a rallying call against these commies who have turned Puerto Rico into a dictatorship. Justice won. America won. And if the macheteros do kill anyone, even if they kill me, that's just further proof of the kind of authoritarianism and oppression the nationals would commit if they were ever given power. You should be thanking me for the work I've done. That. That right there, we can't have that. If everyone wants to walk away from this clean, I need you to keep your cool. You think you're such a great actor? You think you're an elite cop? Prove it to me. Prove to me that a high school recruit who didn't even go to the academy, has received minimal training, is a person who deserves to keep his fucking job, let alone get a promotion. Keep your fucking cool. You dig? What do you need from me? I need you to repeat after me. And what I say is the only story you will repeat in public. Yes, sir. <clears throat> the shooting at Cerro Maravilla. The shooting at Cerro Maravilla. Was an act of self-defense. Was an act of self-defense. The suspects were armed and fired first. The suspects were armed and fired first. The agents on scene did everything to de-escalate the situation. The agents on scene did everything to de-escalate the situation. The agents defended themselves in accordance with the law. The agents defended themselves in accordance with the law. Do you have any questions? When can I speak to Captain Morales? When the captain is ready to speak to you, you'll know. Lights, Lights up to reveal a casket and Andrea standing before it. She lays a bouquet of flowers on top and lays her hands down, then extends her body over the length of the casket as if hugging it. My mother buried three of her children, all younger than five. I never understood how she found the strength to go on. 
I wish she were alive so I could ask, but no matter what she said, I still wouldn't understand. I will never be happy again. You will always be missing from me. I don't remember life before you. Sometimes I think of remembering something from my childhood only to realize it was yours. I was just a child, still a stupid child, praying the rosary with my abuela and believing everything the church and schools taught me. I thought, I thought if I raised you outside of that world, I'd protect you from all the dumb lies we are sold. That if you saw the world for what it is, that you wouldn't be so trusting of the wrong people. Last night I couldn't sleep. I miss your voice. I fear I'm losing it already. I fear when I forget how you sounded, I'll lose you once again and all I'll be left with are my mistakes. People are already arriving. How much longer do you need? I wish this way could be just us. I don't want to see anyone. Well, I can't tell everyone to go home. A lot of people loved Kike, and they all want to say goodbye. My heart is heavy, like a black hole is growing inside of me. I know. I don't know whether to scream or cry. Why, my son? What the hell did he do to deserve this? He was my sweet boy. I keep touching my face, trying to feel traces of his kisses he gave me every morning. He's never going to kiss me again. He'll never hug me again. I already miss him more than I can stand. You didn't let any press in, did you? No. Octavio and Jose made sure of it. They caught one reporter from the Star and another from El Nuevo Dia. They have no respect. They're just doing their jobs. It doesn't make it right, but what the hell is right about all this? I want to bury my son. They want to sell papers. Yeah, it doesn't help that Arnaldo's family has given the press full access. His father is famous. He's used to media services. And a man like that thinks turning his son's death into a cause is a way of showing his love. Not everyone grieves the same, Andrea. And being in his position, wouldn't you want to use whatever clout you'd have to bring your child justice? Is that what you want to do? He's trying to unite the Pipiolos with the other nationalist groups. One voice, like we've always needed. He called me last night. Said they would uh, try to organize a civil suit. Get these cops to go on the stand, catch them in a lie. If together we can show the estadistas for who they really are, if this tragedy could turn the tide of public opinion toward independence, their deaths won't be in vain. He wasn't your son. No, that's just your anger talking. He was Rogelio's son. And you, being such a good friend, rolled right in the moment he left. I raised him since he was a toddler. He was my son. But you didn't carry him. And he didn't have your face. He might as well have been a stranger. Why are you doing this? You think I'm not hurting? You think I'm not furious and just trying to find some way of making this right? It will never be right. What if the cops are lying? 
What if they're caught? What if the entire Estadista establishment is crushed and the whole movement is torn to shreds? Kike is not coming home. And if we do nothing, if we do nothing, then he dies all over again. His death has no meaning because we wouldn't have fought for him. Pimping out his memory for political gain is not fighting for him. It's exploiting his life. It's exploiting our pain. I don't miss him because it can score political points at a goddamn rally. I miss him because he is my son. I raised him. We raised him. Go to hell! While you were at your meetings and marches, I was wiping his ass and making sure he was fed and clothed and safe. You were the one who had him protesting at eight years old and told him all your stories about going to Albizu's funeral and knowing Antonia and how your father fought in the revolution. You made it all so exciting and noble and fake. It was all fake. And now he's dead and it's your fault. Carajo, puñeta mentirosa. You were ecstatic that we were bonding. And last time I checked, you were at those marches too. Every week, holding his hand and reading speeches by Albisu and Betances and Deostos and glorifying the movement just as much. Don't you dare put this on me. There was nothing we could have done. God has his reasons. God put Kike on this earth for a purpose. Some people make their mark while they are living. Others have to die before they make an impact. Kike can change the entire course of our history, but only if we act. God is an excuse people make so they don't kill themselves in despair. Cuno. everyone is waiting. We only have this space for an hour. You don't have to say anything if you don't want to. People will understand. What did you see in the Miho? What made you think you could trust them? <clears throat> Lights dim and a spotlight shines on Gonzo at the height of his time as an independentista. Since the beginning, there have been countries that lead and those that follow. Know you are young, younger than you seem. I know that you want Puerto Rico to be among the ones that lead. And though I share your desire to see our people pull the trigger of our destiny, I will not deceive you. We are followers. But all countries begin as followers. The decision to overcome the expectations of others and pursue becoming an empire is one made by a minority. The majority are lazy idiots, addicted to comfort and easy solutions. If you want to change the world, a minority of savage men must be willing to take on the responsibility of committing the crimes that average men are too cowardly to do. You must have more courage, 10 times more courage than all those idiots sitting on their sofas waiting for a change that will never come. You must have the willingness to die 
a thousand deaths. And above all else, you must carry within the desire to kill anyone who would block your progress. You must be a monster for your motherland. Listen to me when I tell you, I am not made to conform with injustice. We are the generation of sacrifice, and we are firm and constant in our proposals. For us, there awaits only the disastrous struggle. Tireless, the pains will never let up. Exile, martyrdom, death. More so for our children. The fortunate fact of our indomitable independence, our legacy, the ineffable glory of not having to remain in foreign lands, of being our autonomous selves, which is the supreme happiness, inclined before the sole empire of justice, beneath the sweet skies of our country, free and independent. That is something my father taught me as a child. And I have carried it with me to guide me through these times of treachery and cowardliness. Sounds like Katatsu. <laughs> yes, my words do sound a lot like Betanxes, but only because his words live within me, just as our words will live on within the next generation. Lights fall. Two spotlights reveal Gonzo and Mari Carmen standing side by side, looking at the audience as they speak. Over the course of the conversation, the lights should change to reflect the changing moods and time. Hola, Gonzo. My name is Mari Carmen. I saw you speak last year at Antonio's Memorial, and when Rosita told me you'd be here tonight, I just had to meet you. Your passion, your resolve for our people. So many are giving up. So many feel like it's the end of our nation, our culture, that America will erase us like they have other minorities. Your words inspire me to be strong, to do whatever is necessary to save our island. I'm very touched. Thank you. But I'm just one man. One man alone can't change the world. But if I inspired anyone, I'm glad it was you. All my friends speak the world of you. To be honest, I've had sort of a rocky relationship with the independentistas. I think they can be arrogant and self-serving at times, short-sighted. And please, don't tell Rosita, but I've only voted for the popularis. I guess I'm more of a soberanista than an independentista. But what you said at that memorial made me start to feel otherwise. That there will always be challenges. There will always be setbacks. But what about the struggles that exist now? If we can live with them, why can't we live with new struggles, ones that are on our terms? I think it is good to listen to your heart. You don't have to buy into what anyone else thinks. You know what is right for you. That's all I've done. Speak from the heart. That others like what I say is just a bonus. Que humilde. You could be the next Abisu if you wanted to. <laughs> it's true. Every group on campus, FUPI, the socialists, the communists, they all speak the world of you. Well, last thing I'd want to be is one of those arrogant nationalist types. 
I can tell your heart is good. Your smile is not too bad either. Most girls wouldn't be so forward. I'm a new kind of woman. Good. Because the old kind bores me. Lights change. How can we afford our house? You work odd jobs. Actually, what is your job? You're always leaving at different times and- I have a lot of side hustles. Some of it's under the table. Nothing illegal, I promise. It's hard having a job when you're a nationalist. Are you being honest with me? It's not another woman, is it? Mari, as much as you suck on my neck, don't you think you would have smelled another woman by now? I'm, I'm not like that. I just pay our bills. That's all that should matter. There's something you are not telling me. Mari, this life is dangerous. Cops are trailing us all the time. There are rumors of spies infiltrating all the groups at Ayupi. I, I had to kick someone out last week because he couldn't verify his whereabouts. San Juan is a bomb ready to go off, and I'm in charge of a dozen people who rely on me to keep them out of jail. I have so much going on without you questioning what I'm doing or where our money comes from. Trust me, that's all I ask. Lights change. I can't even look at you. Can you understand why I lied to you? You were always talking about spies. When it was you, all along. Not just me. The whole independence movement is full of spies. Some high school recruits like me, others veteran cops, others are feds. You're a stranger. You've known me for four years. The only things I've ever lied to you about are my profession and my politics. There's a lot more to a person than just that. Now I understand why your father was always so disapproving. You never told him, did you? I couldn't tell anyone. It tore him apart. He, he thought I'd betrayed him. Could I have died too, without knowing? It was... It was going to come out sooner rather than later. So what do you believe? That Puerto Rico should be a state. That we are Americans. We're on the side of freedom. If I didn't do this work, we'd all be communists. Oh, you are our sole defense from the Russians. Not, not me specifically. People like me. The work we do defends the United States. What do you think of me? I love you. Really? You love your sobernista wife? That's just politics. I know you as a person. Your, your politics are just a, a cute thing about you. They're my beliefs. They're not some cute thing. Oh, hey, hey, I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. I love you. And... Things are about to get really weird, and I need you by my side. You lied to me for four years. I had no choice. It was to keep you safe. I did it out of love. What else are you hiding? Nothing, I swear. Is the story true? Were they terrorists? Yes, they were. 
We did what we had to do. Now, Marty, things are about to get crazy for a little bit, but we'll be better off in the end. I know you've been wanting to work more, and there's a position open at the precinct I think you'd be good for. Full time. Why do you want me to work at your precinct? Well, people are going to be saying a lot of things about me. I want to make sure there's someone I trust nearby to look out for me. For us. Lights fade. The spotlight comes up on Adria. Miho, we need to talk. Your father told me what you said after the rally yesterday, and he was right to get upset. These are dangerous times. And people like us are targets. Estadistas look down on us. They call us communists, traitors, and terrorists. They are brainwashed into believing that their own people are foreigners, that they belong with the Americans. They turn Puerto Ricans against Puerto Ricans by making us think they are our friend. Talking about progress when all they want to do is make us slaves to the United States. They are nothing more than pawns of the FBI. And if you think this threat is something distant, it's happening in our own circles. Spies are everywhere, mijo. You need to be vigilant. Speaking of which, your father said you yelled at a cop? Be careful of cops. Eres negro. To the estadistas, you are not even human. But if you believe in their cause, they treat you like a pet. Black and a national. Mijo, the cops already have enough reasons to kill you. Why give them another? Mira! When you are confronted by a cop, you remember all of your manners. Keep your hands away from your pockets and do not raise your voice. Any excuse, Mijo, will be the end of you. And the end of you is the end of me. Lights fall in the darkness, the sound of conga drums. The gun. I know stupid body and I got into it that morning on the way to the beach kept changing the fucking radio station So when the body corner ran at me, first thing I did, reached for my gun Reporters hounding me for months, I was tired, fucking uncle down The disrespect, first that cunt, that's a reporter who came in fucking drunk I shot stage. at the ground, he's like, yeah, Okay, he wasn't a reporter, I was in the I can admit that, you blame me being a comic star and civilians have no respect Anybody would cry from time to time Give me a break, you know how difficult that This has been the worst thing ever, can't we have a damn quiet Always has his friends over, all they talk about is the case that is how his story is different. Oh, the calls for investigation set him out of here everywhere in the court. Hey, Eusebio, I don't want any talk about the case in our house. Kike's grave isn't even cold. Can we give him some respect every day, carajo? If I hear the name of that stupid mountain one more time, I'm going to take a bottle of the and start swinging. I swear, I've had enough. Just want to wake up. No press, no visitors waiting to take pictures. That's what blinds on the front patio. Can't even go to the grocery store. I hear the TV. I hear the reports. Then at night, I wait for Eusebio to walk around the house. Only thing I hear, coquise. Their song suits me. It's the only noise I enjoy. 
Can't even listen to music because every song brings back another memory. My eyes hurt from the tears, afraid my insides are blood and the goddamn talking all day ripped me to shreds. Their laughter, rage at the stupid news, stupid revolution makes me sick all the time. I want to scream, what will talking about revolution do for anyone? What did it do for geek? What? what, did they even notice when I showed up at the governor's re-election celebration? I stood there like a fucking idiot, three hours. Nobody even talked to me. He only won re-election because of me. The independentistas have terrified this country, hurt our economy. Their strikes, protests in IUP, the professors teach the students to hate the United States. How can you hate your savior? It's like hating Jesus. For fuck's sake. A public institution. Taxpayer dollars. Teaching our youth to be comic terrorists. I sent a message. The message worked. We are Americans. If you don't want to be an American, go to the fucking Soviet Union. See what good that's done there. It doesn't cool out. Every god-fearing white human ditched third world shitholes for America. There is no other place worth the shit on this fucking planet. You don't want to recognize all of them. Fuel Romero. Yeah, give that speech like you won this election on your fucking self. I smack sense into those things. For you, for our party, for our future. In ten years, in ten years time when you're still governor, you'll be thanking the cabron. Soon, the rest of Puerto Rico will come around to statehood. I did that. You would be nothing without... Without me? Who is that even anymore? I can't be like that. You said you'll find comfort in my beliefs. Every time his friends come over, talking about Ali's speeches in honor of Kike, using this moment to expand our movement. In elections, I feel sick. I know it makes him happy. He's honoring Kike. It's bullshit to me. How do you turn death into a victory? It's denial. That's all denial. But our movement is winning. We are six feet under the ocean. Empty promises, empty phrases, empty hope. If that's who I was, if this had been a friend, wouldn't I be trying to inspire them, motivate them? Wouldn't I try to use tragedy? to my advantage. I can't even say anymore. I don't remember that person. She's a stranger. She loved being outside, traveling, seeing friends, the smell of bacalao, flamboyanes, listening to waves, looking up at the sky and sunset. So many reasons to live. They all sicken me now. Who? I might have complained. I got a promotion flying helicopter rescue missions like the hero I am. Who am I kidding? It's not much better than a beat cop or a desk job. I don't even get paid more. We had to move after vandals spray painted the house, kept getting death threats, had to move to a new house, more expensive, same pay, can't even afford to pay my bills on time yet. Marty working, the dignity of it all. I wish I had. Had a gun, would be quick, just below the chin. I won't feel a thing, it would be over. What if I die? It's just darkness, oh heaven, purgatory, hell, my soul suspended. Missing my son for eternity. I can't find my way to the darkness. I could be wrong, there could be heaven, he could be there. How is that not a delusion too? Like freedom, happiness in its pursuit. I did. I do too. Deserve this pain wasn't. I loyal? Always kept my word, not that. You cared, God. If this is a test, then fuck! You have done nothing but make me suffer. Make me look like a clown, a fucking joke. If I was a clown, I was a clown for a cause. The cause to not be another spit. Fuck this city, fuck this island, fuck this life, fuck! Full lights come up to reveal Mari Carmen standing across from Gonzo. Conga, stop playing. Is it true? What do you mean? You told me the taxista was lying when he said those boys were unarmed. You said he was trying to become famous. Yes, that is true. He's just some dumb hibato trying to make a buck. Did you kill those boys? Where is this coming from? Did you? Mari. No, don't try to be sweet. You have asked a lot of me, and I've been there for you, but on the condition that you don't lie to me anymore. Did you kill those boys? No. Then why does everyone at the precinct say that you did? I'm a scapegoat, that's why. All lies, Mari. That's not all that they say. Other cops tell me these things. How are you going to discredit them? Did you kill those boys? No. No, I left before they were killed. Then why did the other officers kill them? Because I 
I ordered them to do so. Oh, because of politics? Because it didn't think the way that you do? What about your sober Nista wife? Mari, I love you. You don't know what love is. You fucking monster! You have spent years humiliating me with your lies and your manipulations, and I let you. I used to have dignity, and I let you take it all away. Turn me into a fool. A fucking tonda. Don't it's say over. that. Or what? You're gonna order my death too? Because you're too much of a cabron cobarde to do it yourself? A real man would strangle me himself. Squeeze the life out of me with his own two hands. So do it. Prove that you're a man. Prove it. Lay down. Get some rest. You've had a, a long day at work. You're tired. And I'm about to have a long night of moving my things out and finding a lawyer. Don't do this. Don't make this be the end. This charade never existed. I told you the night we met that I'm a new kind of woman. Most more we call women would run to their room and cry and play the martyr while their husband fucks their life. That's the old kind of woman, the kind you said bore you. Another fucking lie. You spent six years of my life trying to make me one of them. But I don't lie. And I won't be anyone's martyr. Mari Carmen marches past Gonzo, who remains paralyzed. Gonzo is alone as the lights fall. Intermission. By 1983, the official story fell apart and investigations began in the Senate, which had come under the control of the PPD, or Populares. The witness to the killings, Jose Molina, made public statements suggesting that the victims had been unarmed and that the police fired first. Investigations by reporters at the San Juan Star revealed that the plot to kill the activists went far beyond Gonzo with implications that Governor Barceló had even been made aware of what the police were doing on Cerro Maravilla that day. The brewing scandal inspired acts of violence carried out by independence groups seeking vengeance for the deaths of Quique and Arnaldo.
Spotlight follows Gonzo, drunk, disheveled, stumbling across the stage with a bottle in his hand. He takes a seat at the edge of the stage. He addresses the audience. The Nationalists like to talk a lot about how history is written by the conquerors. That our understanding of the world is shaped by ideas and perspectives that prevent us from truly valuing our culture. It's an attractive idea. <clears throat> and when I thought about it, it gave me doubts about things my father said, about Morales and his certainty in our cause. What if, what if we're wrong for supporting the conquerors, for wanting to be like them? No, <laughs> no, we can never be like them because we're losers. That's a tough thing to stomach, right? To be a loser your whole life and to know that nothing you do, nothing your people ever do, will ever be on the same level as what a white person does. You can never outrun who you are deep down. You can bleach your skin, straighten your hair, fuck 10 white bitches, and you'd still be a spick. A Puerto Rican spick at that. Bottom of the barrel. Incapable of doing anything without social welfare programs. Our best governor is still the worst governor in the U.S. Blacks think that if you do a thing 10 times as good as a white person, it'll be good enough. For Spicks, it could be a hundred times, and it still won't be enough. Spotlight dims and backstage lights come up to show Teresa, her hair graying, wearing all white, indicating she practices Santeria. She is lighting candles on a table and appears in deep concentration. We hear a knock at the door. Pase. Cariño, would you like something to drink? You have any rum? You know I don't drink. Google de acerola? Yes, of course. What's new? How's Eusebio? The same. Have you talked to him about what you told me last week? I could scream in his ears and he still wouldn't hear me. He is your spouse. He should know how you feel. He doesn't suffer like me. He has a meaning to his life. What the hell do I have? Adria, I love you, but... You're tired of my shit. I didn't say that. You didn't have to. I know. You are my last friend. I'm sure you think I should go with Eusebio to the Senate hearings. You don't? For what? I see no reason to be there. Adria, I know in the past you haven't wanted to, but have you thought of seeing someone? 
I don't care for your witch doctors. Con los santos no se juega, mamá. Or what? Are they going to kill me? I wish they would. Then I definitely fuck with them more. Look, it's fine if you don't believe in spirits, but in my house, you will respect them. I don't need help. I just want to be left in peace. Your friends, all of us, even though you think they've abandoned you, you are wrong. We all miss you, especially at the meetings. There's a protest this Saturday. Maybe it would help if you came out and spent some time with your community. How many protests have you gone to? And how much has changed? Change is a slow process. God damn it, Adria. Before you were so revolutionary, you inspired me more than anybody else. One time you slapped a cop, and when they arrested us, you spent the whole time in the holding cell reciting Alvisu. Remember when you spit on that Senator del Capitolio? That is the Adria I knew. That Adria had a son. Mama, don't hate me. I understand your sadness. I understand that you're experiencing so much pain because of what happened to Kike, but you don't have to let it destroy your life. You don't have to run away from all the things that matter to you that you fought so hard for. Querida Mia, you were always more than a mother. You were a warrior too. Are you telling me how to mourn the death of my son? It's been five years. Only a fucking bitch who couldn't have children of her own would say something so cruel. It is not my fault you're buried. Really? You are the bravest woman I have ever known. But now you're nothing more than a coward. I am a coward. Me. I didn't jump off a bridge or take a bottle of pills. I get out of bed every day. I put on my clothes, I work, and I support the family I have left. But you have the nerve to give me a sermon even though you've never had a child and you've never been married. What do you know about bravery? You dare judge me because I don't march and give speeches with stoic face in order to inspire young people to hope? Hope for what? Don't you see everything I did push my son closer to death? I killed my son. So did you and our friends and Eusebio. It is our fault he died on that mountain. Forgive me. I don't know how to move on with my life. I don't know how to be a good friend or a good person. I'm lost. Cariño, listen to me. The movement didn't kill your son and neither did you. The United States brainwashes us into thinking we can't take care of ourselves. We don't believe that we can survive without them, that we will fail. We keep waiting for someone to make our dreams come true. That is why we need people like you to fight and show our people that not even the worst tragedies can kill our spirit. You think I'm an idiot? Never. I am not your puppet. 
And Kike is not the key to our freedom. Ever since his death, all you assholes have wanted to do is exploit my tragedy. You misunderstood me. Explain to me then. Explain to me how my son's death helps this failed movement. This movement that is nothing but promises and has no future. It couldn't even use the most obvious moment in the history of the island to rise up. If Kike's death is so important, why aren't we free? Why was that son of a bitch governor reelected? Why have the populares taken control over the investigation? Why haven't La Gente taken to the streets demanding our independence? Where is the support for change? Where is the promised revolution? Where is the justice? Justice is not a straight line. Sometimes it stalls and loses its focus. But if we keep on struggling for our truth, then justice will come. We don't fight for justice because we expect it to be quick or easy. We fight knowing that the result may not happen in our lifetime. Then justice may not even come to the men who killed my boy? I don't want to say that. Every crime causes the soul to suffer, and that suffering lasts forever, even after death. You know I don't believe in spirits. It's not a question of spirits, just of finding another way to carry on. I don't know how! Call me pathetic. Call me a coward. I am tired of this world. I am tired of putting on a mask for other people to make other people comfortable. I'm sorry, I can't help you feel better about my son's death. That is the what? That's exactly what it is. The movement is your child. The difference is you continue to believe that yours is a lie. Adria marches off the stage as the backstage lights fall and Gonzo's spotlight rises. White people win because they like the taste of blood. They like laying waste to all of their opponents so they can sit on top of a mountaintop and jerk off on all the masses below. And they don't give a fuck who they had to step on to get there. They are willing to be monsters. They are the types of monsters that will convince the whole world that their cruelty is just and loving. No apologies. That's a fucking winner. The Spicks could get their heads out of their asses. They'd see that we shouldn't be jealous of the conquerors. We should be the conquerors. The conquerors have a culture of winning. Why the fuck wouldn't I want to be a part of that? Wouldn't you? Huh? And if you say no, then I gotta ask. Why are you living in the U.S. and not in your precious Isla del Encanto? Spotlight fades. The lights rise to show... Eusebio weeping at the kitchen table when Adria enters. Her outfit is well put together and she has makeup on. She is sad, but in better spirits than in the previous scene. 
There is a phone on the table and a stack of bills. Puzzle, what happened? Where were you? The Conchi is in the hospital. I was visiting her. Why were you crying? You didn't come today. You said you would. I couldn't. I get no pleasure out of those hearings. Yeah, I, I thought I did. Some sort of catharsis. Seeing those bastards up on the stand, getting grilled in public. I thought it would be like seeing them hanged over and over again. And today? Today, they confessed. Cruz, he was officer. He said our son's last words were, if you are going to kill me, shoot me in the head so I don't suffer. How brave he was. You don't need to be shot in the head to be brave. I know, but que cojones to say that to your killer. I didn't know he had it in him. The first march I ever took him to, the police fired rubber bullets and tear gas at the crowd. I remember that. He told me he thought it was fun. <laughs> he didn't want us to leave. He said, Mommy, Mommy, we didn't finish the march. When Cruz confessed, I thought the weight that's been on my chest would go away. But it's still there. Even, even feeling pride for Kike's courage, it just made me miss him more. And I'm so angry. I'm so angry that I can't stop feeling this. This is the most you've touched me in months. It used to be, we were that couple bragging about being together over 10 years and still unable to take our hands off each other. Oh, CK used to tease us. <laughs> mm, kissing again. <laughs> I thought you were happy. I felt betrayed that you could move on with your life when I haven't even. You and I. You are not the, the person, person I married. You remind me of him. You had your eyes, your smile. You laugh like him. And the way you both walk into rooms, fill them with your presence. I can't stand your laugh. Or when your friends come over and you start talking politics. You sound so much like him. I hate having meals with you because you both smack your lips. How can I be married to a person who can't stand my laugh or how I eat or how I walk or talk? Well, I can't 
pluck my eyes out or cut off my my mouth. How do we move forward? How can you ever love me again? We. Hello? No, I'm her husband. It's a doctor from the hospital. Hello? Yes? When? Thank you. I'll be right there. I think on she just passed. How do you feel? I feel nothing. Adria exits. El Silvio rises and pursues her. We hear a door close and the lights fall. El Silvio died on a Saturday, two weeks after we separated. His sister said he drank himself to death because of me and spat in my face. I can't say I blame her. Though I know the truth. Sometimes a body dies long after the heart has stopped beating. I saw it on his face the day I moved to Titiconchi's house in La Perla. My first days here, I felt such freedom in my solitude. For five years, I had begged for silence, to reflect, to heal, to either return to the person I was or create someone new. But in silence, there is nothing to stop your thoughts, fears, and regrets. I would walk along the streets and coastline and not be able to bring myself to talk to anyone, consumed by my death, consumed by how empty I felt. One day, I walked out into the sea at low tide and waited. Waited for the wave to knock me off balance. I wouldn't fight. I would accept my fate. Then a hand grabbed me by the arm, and I saw a fisherman with loving eyes and a king's smile, my Pedro, who refused to let me sink who carried me back to the shore, who visited me the next day and the day after, until I didn't want to be alone anymore. Lights rise on Pedro and Adria setting a table with a bottle of Bacardi, Diet Coke, and Domino's. To three years in La Perla. To La Perla, salud. Salud. And another shot for Titi Conchi for leaving me this house, this refuge. Adria drinks and refills her glass. They each have a seat and begin setting up the dominoes. No cheating this time. If only you knew how poorly I play with you, yet I still win. I never lost a game a day in my life before you moved here. I have a hard time believing that. Should I ask Emeterio the next time we have Sunday dinner? Emeterio has a bad memory. You have a double six? Double five. You go first then. See? 
I could have said late. I'm fair. I could have said ladies first. There's a lady here. I must have missed her. I was going to make alcaporias later. It's a shame I'll be eating them alone. I need to lose weight anyway. Adria gives him a look and then lays down a domino that elicits a strong reaction from Pedro. Puñeta! Dios mío, the game has barely started and you're about to have a stroke. I don't know why we are celebrating you moving here. Life was so much happier before then. How fast things change. I don't know how that husband of yours put up with you for so many years. But now you understand why we separated. I should have bought him a drink when I had the chance. He wouldn't have liked you. He tended not to like men who undressed me with their eyes. <laughs> Cheo Feliciano's Mi Triste Problema starts playing and Adria's demeanor changes. Pedro makes a move with a sly grin, but when he sees Adria lost in her sadness, his smile vanishes. We were having such a good time. I can change the station. I'm sorry. He loved Cheo. It's a beautiful song. Don't change it. When my Natalia died, I threw out all her Iris, Chacon, and La Lupe records. I still can't hear their songs. Titi Conchi would watch Kiki on Friday nights so I could go dancing. She had raised sons by herself too and would always say, you can't be a good mother to your son if you aren't a good woman to yourself. There was a club nearby, El Coqui, and I would meet my friend Teresa. Oh, I feel God about that. I, I still feel bad about that. You know, I tried to apologize, but and she, she slammed the door in your face. I can't say I blame her. Anyway, I would meet my friend Teresa and she was dating the doorman at the time. So we would go straight in and the whole night I'd forget about all my responsibilities and just be young. Adria stands up and begins to dance to the music. Pedro follows her and they begin to dance. I wish you had known me then. Mi amor, we met when we needed to. They dance toward the table and Adria briefly leans over to set down a domino, eliciting a laugh from Pedro. You think I forgot? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Adria caresses Pedro's face and the dance slows down. Their bodies pressed against each other, their eyes locked. Pedro presses his hand against her spine and leans in to kiss her. For a moment, their mouths touch, only for Adria to pull away, tears forming in her eyes. I'm sorry. Still <laughs> feels wrong to be happy. You look like Kike's father, you know? The way you looked at me, that's how he looked at me before I was pregnant. He was older, but still a teenager, and didn't know how to deal with being a father. This is terrible to admit. But I married Eusebio because I admired him more than because I loved him. He treated me so well, and I wanted to be good to him. But a part of me felt like when Kike died, I had lost his father again as well. Not everything is logical, Adria. The world tries to act like everything in life makes sense. But the heart knows that we are wild. 
and don't un always understand why we feel the way we feel. I came to La Perla so I wouldn't have to explain myself to anyone. People leave you alone here. I thought getting away from the world would cure me of my pain, but it's still here. And at the worst times. Talking about DK, the worst times. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> Pedro makes a move, causing Adria to study the table closely. She then makes a move and wraps her arms around Pedro's neck. Not anymore. <laughs> As it should be. I'm sorry I can't be more for you. It's not that I don't want to. It's just that I... I know. I know. Pedro kisses her on the forehead. They begin to dance, crossing the stage. Pedro spins Adri and she snuggles up close to him. The lights fade until a single light shines down on the couple. The music stops and Adria palms his cheek. I feel safe. I never thought I'd feel safe again. Adria steps into the darkness while Pedro <clears throat> remains in the light. When we first met, I knew I would love you. We have laughs, we argue sometimes on days like today. I do everything possible to give you joy, but I know that most of what I feel is one-sided. You love me in your own way, but life has burned the pathways to your heart. I content myself with being your friend, a beloved friend. I thought life had cut out my heart and condemned me to this small strip of forgotten land the last piece of Viejo Puerto Rico. But you made me see it as beautiful. Every day I go out fishing. I marvel at the light on the waves. I cheer when I make a catch. I savor the flavors of each bite. All because of you. You inspired me to see the beauty in the pain, the wonders that embrace our sadness. I want to be happy, to show you that you can be too. I want to laugh so you don't forget how. Don't be ashamed of your wounds, my love. Every bullet that pierced your soul made you the woman that you are today. A woman I cherish. A woman who gives me life. I love you as the sun loves the earth every night when it kisses its shores. I love you like the winds that dance with the palm trees at night. I love you as humble a man as I may be. And you'll never know. You'll never know. The light fades. Gonzo, what brings you here? We need to talk. Can't this wait until after we eat? At least sit down before you create a scene. I'm done talking to you. I want to hear it from the captain. What did I tell you? When the captain is ready to speak to you, you'll know. Fuck you. I don't need your permission. What's on your mind? I told you. I want to talk to the captain. You and I have talked enough. I've waited eight years for my meeting, and I won't wait another day. 
then I suggest you not waste your opportunity. You were supposed to protect me. You were acquitted, weren't you? Every single cop involved in that mess is in jail, except for you. What's the good of being acquitted if your reputation is shit? That's your own fault, Gonzo. Like I said, I'm not here for you. I did what you asked me to do. From day one, you told me that nationalists needed to be put in their place. If not, we'd end up like Cuba or Vietnam. You told me. Did he tell you to kill anyone? You told me I could trust you, that you had all the answers. And if I followed you, I would be a hero. Instead, I'm, I'm suspended. For a completely unrelated incident. I can't find a job. Nobody will hire me. The FBI won't take me. The government won't t hire me. I can't even get an interview to be a fucking security guard. If you're looking for a job, let's go out back and you can jerk me off for 10 bucks. What the fuck did I ever do to you? Is this really how you're going to behave in front of the captain? No me burles, cabrón. Then stop making jokes. Then stop interrupting me. Should I get a leash for your dog, Captain? Basta. You're indignant. I respect that. It, it means you're a true believer. That's, that's why I hired you. But uh, I think you may have lost your perspective. The system always wins. Comprende? It will always win. That's why I'm an estadista. It's not because I love Los Yankees more than my own people. It, it's because I'm a realist. The independentists think that by changing the government, that Puerto Rican society will be free to do as it pleases. As the one Fidel one, they, they didn't end up right back under the influence of another empire dictating the terms of their revolution. <laughs> A joke. Guerrilleros Activistas Union organizes all screaming and fighting to be heard against a wall bigger than they will ever be. You want to change the world? Find a way to make a rich man richer. System is tolerant. System is progressive. At times democratic, even if it's solely for a cause, eventually it can exploit. We don't love the United States. We love the system that keeps our bellies full. <laughs> Hmm. In our minds, distracted. There are no people on this earth who allow fear to dictate their actions more than Puerto Ricans do. Some people, and certainly the independentistas, they, they see this as a weakness. But not me. I believe our people are clear-headed enough 
to recognize a truth that the rest of the world denies. That the overlords who dictate the terms upon which the world is run will never, no matter what kind of change occurs, be defeated. The system adapts. Through evolution or destruction. <laughs> what makes you so special that you think the system gives a rat's ass about a low level screw up like you? Alejandro. I taught you so much, yet it seems that the only thing you took from it is that if you suck Uncle Sam's dick, that somehow you matter. You're just another rat in a maze, lost and confused. <laughs> you, you waited eight years to throw a temper tantrum in my face. And then you wonder why you're alone. You will never have power because you don't respect your place in this world. I used to think being on the right side of history would protect me. I, and I know I messed up, but can't you just, Can't you just help me this one last time? Doesn't loyalty mean anything anymore? <laughs> Christ. Have you no dignity? Gonzo gets up, pleading with Captain Morales with his eyes, but the captain ignores him, even as he exits and lights fall. This is what you wanted. No, to see me lying on concrete, my guts spilling out, lifeless. You begged for this moment. You must think that with such a big scandal, the band band must have broken up. There must have been 30 years of popular dominance and the Estado Libre is as strong as ever. And you would be wrong. My assassins, the volunteer organization for the revolution thought that getting rid of me and the other cops involved in Cerro Maravilla would rally the people to their cause. Just as the macheteros thought that shooting up a Navy bus in 79 and blowing up National Guard planes in 81 would bring about the revolution. You see me here, bleeding out, and can imagine the solidarity in the nationalist community coming to a head, tanks being stolen from National Guard base and driven up the streets of Viejo San Juan all the way to La Fortaleza. Yet, in reality, nobody cared. My corpse didn't even warrant a full investigation. Payback, I suppose. Give the terrorists a sacrificial lamb to satisfy their bloodlust. But once I was gone, 
the stain on the Estadista movement quickly faded. And our Ronald Reagan, Pedro Rosselló, rose from the ashes. And just as I had predicted, the general population of the island saw nationalists as either a joke or a threat. Sure, they had their moments. Ed Vieques and Juan Filiberto died. But not even that could stop Puerto Ricans from supporting statehood. The nationalists are dying off. The populares are dying off. The estadistas are getting younger, bolder, stronger. Not even Hurricane Maria or earthquakes could stop us. We have been here before, beat on the mat, only to rise again because people like me Captain Morales, Pedro Rosselló, even his idiot son Ricky, the crook Luis Fortunio, hasta Wanda. We've become part of the Puerto Rican DNA. Pat yourselves on the back with your righteousness. That's all you nationalists have left. You have no support, no base. No future. We are the future. If you don't like it, what are you going to do about it? Lights up on a table that is bare save for a small radio. Adria enters in a formal dress carrying a loaf of pan de agua, coffee, and a bag of pastries. She sets down the food and sips on her coffee as she turns on the radio. Celia Cruz plays as she begins to dance. Pedro enters, watching her. After a minute or two, she notices his voice. Coño! Me asustaste! <laughs> Why are you all dressed up? What do you think? I went to church. You went to church today? Not to pray, or to La Catedral de San Juan Bautista, to see the statue of Mary draped with our flag. I thought about how when I was a child, putting that flag in your window could get you thrown in jail. And now it's hung up in a church, a mausoleum, buried with all our other heroes. I believed in that flag. I believed in Don Pedro and the Ostos. Even believed in Verrios for a time. What do you believe in now? Silence. Silence and God. You confuse me. How can you possibly believe in God, a smart woman like you? Not the God of the Bible or the Americans. My own personal God, as I understand it. But why? Join me for breakfast and I'll tell you. It's me placer. When I heard the news of Gonzalez Malave's death, it brought me no comfort, no joy. All the things he stood for still existed. What a fucked up people we are. We call giving into our colonial overlords progress. Forget Spanish. 
the only language we know since the Tainos were ripped out of existence. Get it? It is the language of dark people with dark blood, dark hearts. Forget your traditions, forget your spirit. Forget the beauty of skin as dark as burnt caramel, so dark it's almost blue. Of brown eyes and nappy hair whose depths reach the heart of the earth. Mary Wright, Mary White, speak English. It is progress to be like an American, progress to speak like an American, progress to wrap those stars and bars around you and forget and forget and forget. I've almost forgotten your point. You can eat breakfast elsewhere, you know. <laughs> that American flag, what has it ever done for us? That flag closed the sugar industry in the name of protecting white Louisiana farmers. That flag closed the coffee industry once the most sought after beans in Europe. That flag experimented on our men, sterilized our women, bombed our island until it was no longer fertile. That flag is progress. And anyone who tells you different We'll put a bullet in their heads. Yet we still stand strong, as determined as ever. Do we really? We, who live in exile. Recharging our batteries for when the rest of the island finally wakes up. I lost my son because he loved his country. Every Latin American will tell you that loving your country is the quickest way to die. We must love the United States. We must dream within the United States. Outside, outside its walls, we are beggars, but our knees are getting weak, covered in sores, festering in the noonday sun. My son believed being Puerto Rican made him important until one day a cop decided to show him the error of his ways. We are animals. Savage, heartless. So you ask me, why do I believe in God? A week ago, I drove into La Cordillera, past Caguas, found a place where I could see the stars. I watched the universe swirl above me, and I became aware that the light from the stars couldn't reach me. There was no moon. I was just another shadow on a lonely hill. I thought about if life existed in those distant galaxies. I thought about whether anyone in those galaxies were aware of our existence. Then I thought of God and that if he is the creator of everything and chose to keep us apart, thinking we were the only creations in the entire world. What does that say about us? We can be forgotten. We can be erased. All my life, I wondered why people believed in some invisible creature no one has ever seen. And there it was. The people who seek out God the most are the most oppressed most deeply suffering people. 
We believe because we need to know that there is an end to our suffering. When this planet finally spits us out, there will be no eulogy, no procession, only silence. That is God's promise to mankind. Where there is no man, there is no past. There is no injustice. You, Ike, would not have died on that mountain. You would be free. I would be free. The great valleys and beaches of Puerto Rico would be free, wiped clean from the memory of time. The system always wins. Nothing ever changes. Nothing ever changes. Nothing ever changes until. Me vas a matar. Dame un tiro la cabeza. <laughs> <laughs>